This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, Northern Tier League sports fans. It's been a couple of weeks off, but it's time to get back into the podcast grind. Shane Wilbur back with you again this week, and Joe Carrion taking some time uh, to enjoy more holiday time with his family. Actually, no, he had a uh, other professional commitment tonight, so it is just I, Shane Wilbur, here with you. Thank you so much for tuning in as we get ready to go for the winter sports season here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. I mean, we had such a great time over the fall season. There was no way that we were stopping all of the great momentum we had uh, heading here into the winter sports, so yes, we're going to give it a go and keep things going here with NTL Sports through this winter time and uh, hopefully all of the fans out there will continue to appreciate all this great hard work and of course uh, looking forward to maybe even bringing in a new audience as well of course uh, appreciated all the great comments and stuff we got through the fall season but looking forward to bringing in uh, you know more fans more fun and uh, a whole lot more uh, I guess athlete interviews and such as well we want to try and incorporate more athletes here into this winter sports time so that's going to be kind of the mission going forward here with the Northern Tier League now now podcast. Now, having said that, we're actually going to start this edition of the Northern Tier League Now podcast with a couple of great interviews uh, regarding basketball and wrestling. Uh, I know swimming is a big part of the winter sports, and of course, you know we'll definitely get into that too as the season goes on. But uh, for tonight's episode, we've actually got it jam packed with uh, basketball and wrestling previews. And for that uh, coming up here in just a little while, we're going to have two guests on coming up here on the podcast tonight. Uh, we'll be talking with Pat. Mc- McDonald from the Morning Times. He's a sports editor up there. And we're going to talk about the Sare and Athens wrestling teams, also girls and boys basketball teams as well. And also coming up in the podcast, we're going to talk with North Penn Mansfield head coach uh, Kipper Burley. We'll talk to him about the Tiger squad and uh, how his boys squad is going to fare out uh, as this season goes. So looking forward to talking with Kipper Burley, one of the more consistent coaches you'll find in the NTL, regardless of the sport. Kipper's a great guy, had a chance to talk with him a little bit through football season as well uh, about the basketball team. I know he's excited for this season and going to be uh, a fun time to be able to sit down and chat with him coming up in a little bit as well. So yes, so there's your lineup. We got Pat McDonald from the Morning Times in just a little while and also we'll talk with Kipper Burley from the North Penn Mansfield Tigers as well. So yes, a jam-packed episode this time around. Looking forward to that. So that's coming up here in just a while. But uh, as we get going here on this edition of the Northern Tier League now podcast. Uh, First up, uh, just want to uh, let everybody know that, uh, you know, this has been a great ride so far here with the podcast and definitely want to thank our good friends over at Circle W Sports, uh, Ed Weaver and Circle W Sports, the things that uh, Ed and his staff and his crew have done uh, as far as engaging uh, not only Northern Tier League schools, but other schools around District 4 and uh, their want to, you know, be a part of the Northern Tier League Now podcast and also support support us has been so great and uh, definitely want to send a big thank you uh, to Ed and the folks of Circle W. 
Also, uh, you know, we've got a lot of other thanks as well uh, to send along. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of other media outlets and such that have reached out and have really given us, you know, some good kudos on, you know, just the the content and everything else. So big thanks to everybody else who's reached out and uh, really kind of helped propel everything that's going on. And I'm talking, you know, I've got friends uh, who are working in media, you know, down the state who have actually uh, reached out and said, hey, you know, we're, we're really into this. And, uh, you know, we're kind of interested in how we can put something like this together. So that's really been cool to hear, you know, that, uh, you know, we're kind of inspiring, uh, you know, other media outlets too. So always fun. But uh, yes, a big thanks uh, to everybody for all the positive words, uh, you know, from the sponsor side. And of course, uh, with, uh, you know, other, uh, comments and compliments too. Now, having said all that, uh, want to, uh, kind of put a word out, uh, for anybody out there, you know, who may be a business owner or may know, you know, some folks who uh, own businesses out there, you know, if you're listening to the podcast and you're really enjoying it, you like the content you hear, you like the fact that, you know, it's doing a great job in supporting, uh, the Northern Tier league athletes and, you know, just kind of of giving a, another outlet, another platform, which is what this podcast was intended to do. You know, coming up in uh, 2020, I really want to make a concerted effort to try and, uh, you know, reach out to some area businesses as well. And there's plenty of great sponsorship opportunities too. So if you know somebody out there who may be, you know, in the market to maybe get their business name out on kind of a different platform, maybe reach a new audience, hey, feel free to uh, hit us up on the Facebook page. Just drop us a private message on the NTL Now podcast page on Facebook and uh, I'll gladly uh, get back to you and uh, find a way and how we can communicate and kind of maybe uh, work with one another in uh, really trying to benefit uh, both ways. But yes, definitely looking forward to uh, promoting some area businesses as well as we continue on because really it's area businesses who do a lot of the work out there. I mean, without the area businesses, not only are podcasts not available, uh, you don't have newspapers that are available, you don't have student fundraising that's uh, available as well. So, I mean, it's the area business out there who are really the backbone of everything we do in sports media and uh, for me you know it would just be uh, another great way to not only help promote area businesses but uh, help the NTL now podcast grow as well so for anybody out there who may be looking to maybe expand their business clientele you might be looking for another outlet and ways to uh, you know kind of reach new people a new audience hey the NTL now podcast is growing and we are a platform that would gladly uh, accept hearing from you so go ahead, as I said, just reach out to us on the NTL Now podcast Facebook page and uh, we'll gladly return a message to you and uh, we'll get things worked out for sure. So now that we've handled uh, a little bit of the business side of this, uh, let's get into you know some of the winter sports topics and stuff that uh, are on the horizon here uh, coming up as we head into the basketball and wrestling season. You know, as I said, uh, Pat McDonald from the Morning Times, he's going to be coming up here in just a little bit. Now I've got some interesting questions for Pat because as we head into this winter sports season, there's going to be some interesting focal points here, not only uh, on the Athens programs but also into some of the SARE programs as well. I mean, the SARE girls basketball team, I'll tell you what, Coach Sparduty and that staff, they have done a wonderful job over the last few years in Northern Tier League basketball. So definitely looking forward to seeing, uh, or hearing rather, I should say, uh, some of the opinions uh, from Pat on uh, how he thinks uh, that squad's going to make out this year. Also, you know, when you look at Athens uh, on the boys' side, boy, they had uh, things going well for them uh, in the 2018-2019 season 
season. And, uh, you know, I was at that playoff game with Mifflinburg last year when their season ended. That was a game that was very much in Athens' control, if not for a, a short second-half burst by Mifflinburg. So I'm curious to see how Coach Woodward and the Wildcats bounce back coming into this season. And, of course, the Athens wrestling team as well. I mean, that team has been one of the more consistent, one of the more solid programs in NTL wrestling uh, over the past few seasons. And to see what Coach uh, White and the crew have uh, coming up for this season, well, hey, we're uh, curious all around the board. I mean, I think NTL wrestling in general this year is going to be something that we're going to have to keep an eye on. I mean, I don't really know uh, right on the outset uh, which team uh, is, you know, the the front runner for the Northern Tier League wrestling title. I really don't. I think every team's got uh, some holes they have to fill. I think every coach is going to be kind of mixing and matching uh, through the beginning part of the season. So to figure out uh, how this season's going to go, well, I think it's going to take us uh, a few weeks here into the early part of the season. Now, having said all that, uh, I know that you know some of the wrestling action is going to get underway this weekend. Uh, the Canton and Troy squads, I think North Penn Liberty as well uh, for wrestling, they're going to be heading down uh, to Bloomsburg this weekend. Of course, the Darren Klingerman Invitational, that's going on uh, in Bloomsburg this weekend. Wyloosing is going to be at home hosting the Woodruff Duels. Uh, the Athens Wildcats wrestling team, they've got the Jarvis Duels coming, or Jarvis Tournament, I should say, not duels, but tournament coming up this weekend. And of course, uh, you know, Tawanda, uh, they've got... Uh, some action scheduled here very shortly as well. So it's going to be fun here as the Northern Tier League season gets going, uh, both uh, not only with wrestling, but basketball as well. So definitely looking forward to see how uh, things fare out here as this season gets going. And I can't believe we are, you know, right about to underway to get things going. I mean, we've got basketball tournaments that are going to be tipping off this weekend with tip-off tournaments. And then, of course, we get right into a regular season play. So, yes, it is time for the winter sports season to finally take off and uh, I have no clue how in the world we got to this point already but folks I got to tell you it's going to be another fun sports season here with Witter Sports with the Northern Tier League Now podcast so again thanks to all of you for listening and I promise the content's just going to keep getting better and better and uh, the want to listen is going to keep growing as well so this is definitely a lot of fun for me it's a lot of fun for Joe and uh, everybody involved so we're having fun with it and that's all that matters and now is this edition of the Northern Tier League League Now podcast continues. I suppose it's time to get into some content, huh? And for that, uh, coming up here in just a little bit, I'm going to be talking with Pat McDonald from the Morning Times up in Sare, and we'll talk about uh, some Athens and Sare basketball and wrestling previews. That's all on the way. But first, we want to thank our good friends from Circle W Sports. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It linked highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Remember, you can follow the Northern Tier League online at ntlsports.com and also on Facebook by searching Northern Tier League. Of course, follow the Northern Tier League on Twitter, too, at NTL Athletics. Joined now here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast by a man who has covered the Northern Tier League, specifically the Athens and Sarah area, for quite some time. I mean, took a little hiatus, but that's okay. He came back to where the roots are, and uh, he's happy to be home for sure. And uh, that's Pat McDonald from the 
Morning Times. And Pat, thanks so much for taking some time here to uh, be a part of the Northern Tier League Now podcast, my friend. Hey, Shane, thanks for having me. And so, yeah, it's good to be been away for about five years, but good to be home and back covering uh, the Northern Tier League. So, Pat, you know, as we get into this winter sports season, I mean, I know your plate has to be full. I mean, you've got to cover Sarah and Athens and, uh, you know, other schools as well up there in the Valley area. But, you know, there, there's so many storylines, I think, heading into this winter sports season. Now, of course, I want to save wrestling a little bit because I know you and I are going to get really excited when we start talking about wrestling, so I'll put that one on the back burner a little bit. But basketball is really the sport, I think, where there's so many interesting uh, headlines, I think, coming into this season. And uh, I want to start with the Athens boys because that program last year, I mean, it just seems like they were so close to getting past Mifflinburg in the district playoffs last year. And unfortunately, if not for, you know, one big spurt by Mifflinburg, uh, the night came to a close for him. But uh, I think Coach Woodward's really got that program uh, turned in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, you know Bob. I remember covering him when he was over in Troy, and he, he, he always has a team ready to go. And I've seen him, like over in Troy, I saw him win a lot of games that probably should have been losses against better teams, but he's just a coach that can get his guys ready to go. I think you saw that last year against Mifflinburg where probably not many people thought they'd be in the game there, but they were right in it. And uh, I think they returned a lot of guys this year that can help them uh, take the next step forward. The one thing that just seems uh, incredible to me is how he is such a motivator on the sideline. I mean, I have seen him in instances where he just absolutely, you know, gets, he'll get heated. He will. And he will absolutely uh, light into players, you know, because he knows that there's just more potential in them. And uh, to see what he's done in Athens in such a short time is incredible. Now, on the flip side of that, let's not, uh, let's not pretend like the cupboard is bare either. This Athens uh, basketball group, there's really a lot of potential coming. I think this is just the start for that program. Yeah, I mean, you got guys back, some good seniors, Aaron Lane, Damian Hudson, um, Keegan Rude, who's a big kid, obviously. Then you have some younger guys, the Babcock kid, um, Mason Lister coming up, who we obviously watch in football, kind of excel as a freshman, and Shane Reed, who is a newcomer on the team as a sophomore for this team. But I think Aaron Lane, Hudson, those guards will really lead the way, and Rude on the inside. I mean, you saw him in football, he can get up and get the ball in football, and he can kind of dominate on the inside when he wants to. So, you know, as we look at this boys' basketball season, I mean, you got to think uh, w- with everybody kind of trying to uh, find their way here. I mean, this is, you know, Athens uh, w- was the dominant team, I think, uh, a season ago. Uh, you got to think right now, uh, until somebody proves otherwise, I mean, this has to be, you know, Athens' uh, mountain to climb and uh, title to defend, where, you know, until they prove, until some other team really proves that uh, they're willing to take the crown, I mean, Athens is uh, looking pretty good to stay as the king of the castle this year, right? I think they return enough. Obviously, veteran leadership and some new kind French newcomers in to help out. But I'm sure Coach Woodward is preparing his team like they're starting a new year. They're not looking at last year. He's having them work their butts off and get ready to take because they're going to take everybody's best shot. I'm sure you know. So he's going to have them ready to go, and they're going to work to get the title again. I think what's funny is, you know, I actually did run into Coach Woodward, uh, you know, I think about a week ago. And, and, you know, I looked at him and I kind of knew the answer I was going to get from him. But I thought, you know, maybe I'll just uh, ask him anyway. So I did. I said, you know, I said, I said, I said, are the Wildcats ready to go for this year? And in typical Coach Woodward fashion, and you've been around him, you've interviewed him, I'm sure, you know, you just get the, we'll see. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? That is typical. That is so typical Coach Woodward. Like, he doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. He is so even keeled. Yeah, I mean, we send out preview information, ask questions of different coaches. Some coaches send back a book, and some coaches like uh, Coach Woodward sends back like a sentence. So uh, you kind of know what you're going to get from him. He's just about to work. He's not not looking to pump his own uh, chest out, you know, or anything. He just wants to work hard and get his team ready. Okay, so now I have to defer to you a little bit. Uh, obviously, uh, last year uh, on the girl side of things, uh, I didn't really uh, get a chance to follow very much. So for this, I'm going to ask you, you know, let's flip it to the Lady Wildcats this year. I mean, you've uh, had a chance to, you know, get some preview stuff uh, from the Lady Wildcats. Uh, what are we looking like uh, coming from the Athens ladies side this year? Well, I mean, Coach Brian Miller, he's the one that I have written down here. I was just getting my thoughts down earlier. He's, I mean, he's one of the better coaches we've had around here coached at Waverly Girls a long time, over in Athens now. They bring back four or five starters, and they also their first two girls off the bench are back. So you look at uh, Brian's daughter Kay, uh, Kaylee there, uh, Avery Priester, some girls like that. They should, uh, I think they should have a great, good team. And, I mean, he's, he's another coach that's not going to kind of toot their own horn, but I think uh, he believes they're kind of ready to go. That's always a good thing to hear. Now, uh, flipping the script uh, over to the other school there uh, in the Sarah area. Now, uh, actually, on the other side of that script, uh, you know, I, I start with the Sarah girls because, believe it or not, uh, that's a team I've kind of followed now the last uh, few years, uh, not only, uh, you know, with the success they've had, but, you know, Coach Sparduti is, uh, you know, probably one of the uh, best uh, media-friendly coaches that uh, you'll ever come across. But uh, that Sarah Redskins squad now, I mean, Coach Sparduti, she's had a really nice run going on, but uh, I, I think this might be the year where, you know, the uh, she's probably going to have to look a little bit and see exactly what she has. I mean, I know she knows her players, but I think she's going to be, you know, kind of finding out, okay, which girls uh, are going to fit the right rotation this year, you know, given what she's lost over the last, like, two or three seasons. I mean, their biggest thing is going to be numbers. Uh, she has 12 girls on the roster. That's total JV and varsity. I'm not sure if they're going to play JV schedule or not, but they got 12 girls total, and a lot of those are new um, newcomers. She does have some good players back. Emily Sutrick's going to lead the way for them. Gabby Randall, um, their other returners, Maddie Wilson, Erica Wells, and Jazz Decay. But I mean, it's a lot of new. I mean, those are the only returners. They got Sutrick, Wilson, Wells, Randall, Decay. So five returners. The rest are newcomers. So it's really going to be about. I mean, she's a veteran coach. She's won a lot there back in the day and in the recent run she's had. So I trust her to get them ready every every day they go out in a game. But uh, it's going to be tough. She's going to she's going to find out that uh, it's going to be different now working with twelve girls. And I but I I trust her to do the job and get them ready to go. You know, it seems like if there's a coach in the Northern Tier League, whether or not you know boys or girls, uh, if there's a coach who can get the most out of uh, minimum numbers, it would seem like uh, Coach Spar Duty would be that coach. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I remember I covered, obviously, the Athens girls with Bob Favre for a lot of years, and he would have low numbers a lot on varsity, eight, nine girls playing, and he was able to get the best out of them. And I think the same thing with Eileen. I mean, she's been around a long time. She knows what she's doing. Uh, her and her assistants, they, uh, they really seem to get the girls up and ready to go every day. And I think, I mean, even though they're going to take some lumps, I'm sure, against some of the bigger schools, but they're going to be ready to go in the small school, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're right in the hunt there at the end. 
So now you flip the script to the Sare boys, of course, uh, you know, a team that uh, traditionally uh, always a team that's very competitive, but uh, a team itself, you know, that uh, kind of last year uh, had its moments of uh, good, had its moments of bad, and just really, I don't know if they ever kind of found themselves and uh, learned how to win last year. Like, I think last year's growing pains might be a good way to put it in a way to uh, help the team this year. Yeah, I'm sure that will help. I mean, it's always good to, when you, you take your lumps. It's Most of the time, it's going to help you get better. I mean, they have a new coach this year, obviously, Devin Shaw, who I've known my whole life, and he's uh, he's worked under guys at Athens the last couple of years, Cody White and Bob Woodward, and I've heard a lot of good things how, about how he runs his team and leads the way, like when he was coaching JV over at Athens. So I'm sure him and uh, his assistants, John Shaw, R.J. Baker, they're all new guys, but they're young guys. They're going to be excited. They're going to get the team ready to go. And they got guys, I mean, you look at – some returners, Braden Horton, Corbin Brown, Riley McConnell. I mean, we've seen Horton Brown on the football field. They're good athletes, we know. So if they can figure out a way to turn their athleticism into basketball and the points and some defense under the court, they're going to be good to go. Boy, it's so interesting, you know, to hear those names you just rattled off on that Sarah coaching staff. And, man, I'll tell you what, if that Sarah boys team uh, can muster half the uh, athletic talent uh, on the basketball court that those guys had, I mean, that's going to be an interesting and very formidable Sarah squad uh, as the season goes. And I'm sure some people would rather see a veteran coach take over a young team, but I think they're in the right spot with Kevin and those guys because they're going to be hungry. They're going to do things the right way. I know they've had some, they've had mentors along the way, like I said. Um, and I think they're going to be, have their team ready to go. And they're just like the girls. They're going to have some growing pains, I'm sure, and with some new kids. But I would, I would think they're going to have their team ready to compete every night and, we're going to see some good basketball out of the Redskins uh, this year. All right. So, Pat, I've I've dangled the basketball carrot uh, in front of you long <laughs> enough. I know you are itching to uh, to get some wrestling chatter out of you, and I'm not going to withhold that from you uh, any longer because uh, I myself, I am curious, uh, too, to see, uh, you know, some of your thoughts here coming up uh, as the wrestling season goes. And, uh, of course, you know, primarily uh, we'll stick with Athens uh, because, you know, that's the squad that's uh, really been kind of the model of consistency here. Here over these last couple of years. So as you look towards, uh, you know, the 2019-2020 campaign here with the Wildcats, uh, what's what's in the Pat McDonald crystal ball here? I mean, what are we what are we expecting out of Athens this year? I was down in the wrestling room there in Athens last night, and I mean, you see you see guys working hard. I mean, uh, Jay White, the assistant Sean Bradley, obviously has been around for a long time, and he just I just think Sean and Jay they get the best out of their kids, and you got guys like Gavin Bradley who I was. So I was in Maine last year covering. I wasn't up. I wasn't down here for it, but I was down here for the drivers' tournament last year. And I saw Gavin Bradley go. I think two and three at the drivers' tournament. So I was. He was a freshman, so I didn't think much was going to happen. So I'm up in Maine, following you along on the radio, listening to states, and I hear him place down at states. And I mean that's impressive, and it just shows you how much growth they can have in that Athens room when you're working with a guy like Sean. Um, and but Gavin's not alone. Obviously, they got a lot of very lightweights are going to be really tough to start to like start out their lineup you know now here's an interesting fact as well now i i don't know how accurate the roster is that i found online but uh if if the roster sizes is true and uh, i'm gonna ask you this uh were the numbers in the in the mat room uh you know as big as what i think they are yeah i talked to them last night i think they said they had around 23 24 kids right now on the varsity roster so obviously good numbers there a lot of those kids they they are they uh, jay white was telling me yesterday they're trying to find places for for those kids because a lot of them are in the same weight classes. So they're going to have to 
to make their dual lineup strong, they're going to spread some guys out. But you're going to see guys, obviously, with Gavin, um, both the Setzer boys, Caden uh, and Kyler, and then you got Carter Rude. Um, and then a newcomer, uh, Jake Courtney, we all know his brother Brian, but I've heard some good things out of Jake coming up in the junior high ranks. So those guys at the lower weights going to be really tough. And then up top, they got Big Keegan Braun, who had a good year last year at heavyweight, and I saw him working hard yesterday, and I think he's gonna he's got some goals on his mind. So well, that's good. I think the Aspen scheme, obviously, uh, goals, they're going to be good. I think they can compete in the NCL. Uh, but I think individual, when you get down to sectionals and districts and going forward, they're going to be tough. Well, you know, and you mentioned the, the the depth that Athens has, you know, and you went through, uh, you know, Gavin Bradley, obviously a returning state place winner. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, the Setzers, obviously, who uh, were, were runs that, uh, you know, were kind of balancing out the, uh, the the lighter weights last year, obviously. But, of course, you know, you look up top, and it's good to see, you know, Keegan Brond is back after his football season got cut short. But uh, don't forget, you know, you had uh, Alex West, who's probably going to be in that lineup. Uh, you've got uh, Personelli up there, up top as well so I mean this is an Athens team who might not have the names other than Gavin Bradley that stands out to you but this is a team that I think is going to be uh, very solid uh, top to bottom and if they've got the numbers to fill the lineup I mean that's half the battle in high school wrestling these days oh yeah definitely I think the NTL I mean looking at the returners I think there's only three or four that are state medalists throughout the whole league so I'm not sure what the battle is going to be like why Lucing's always there Troy's obviously got some great kids Tawanda's uh, coach's uh, this is always got them ready to go, but I think Athens could uh, compete for this. It's got to be their first it's for, first title maybe since the David White days back in uh, 2010 or so. So I, I think they can compete for the NTL title. I know they're looking at districts too. They want to show, showcase on the district rules stage. But you know what's Sean and them? It's it's all in Athens. It's always been about getting down to the states and Hershey and March and really showcasing there and getting your name on what they call the wall in the wrestling room with all the state medalists maybe a state champion or two. Now, what's curious to me this year is, I mean, uh, how does Gavin Bradley, uh, you know, look to you? I mean, have you talked to Coach White, Coach Bradley, to see, you know, where his mindset is? I mean, to go to states as a freshman and come away uh, with a medal is huge. But, I mean, if you know the the Bradley wrestling pedigree, I got to think he's looking to elevate his uh, wrestling style and uh, his wrestling prowess to a whole new level this year. Yeah, I interviewed him yesterday. He's a kid that's not going to say much. I mean, he's, he seems like a real humble kid, real quiet. Um, it's a nice kid, but he's also, you can just see it in his, his eyes, he's hungry. He, he talked to me, I asked him what his goals were. He said, well, to do better than last year. And then he snuck in that he wants to be a state champion. I, I have no doubt that's what it's on, what's on his mind. Um, obviously, a guy over in Troy there is going to have something to say about that too, I'm sure. But uh, he, Gavin's a tough kid. He's He's just like his, I mean, his uncle Sean, obviously his dad, Kyle, they were tough guys. Sean's a division one wrestler before he started coaching, but it, he just looks the same. I mean, I've seen pictures of Sean and Kyle when they were wrestling at Athens back in the day and you could mix them up with Gavin so easily the way they look in the, on the mat and on the, in the single, you know. That's so cool to hear, you know, and I'm glad to see that, you know, Gavin's kind of got uh, some loftier goals here as we head into this 2019 season. Of course, uh, Pat, I know the the Jarvis uh, tournament is on the horizon for you this weekend. I'm sure you're looking forward to uh, taking in some wrestling action there with Athens. Uh, On the flip side, uh, you know, the the Sarah Redskins, of course, you know, that's a team and a program, you know, we just, we don't know. I mean, earlier in uh, 2019, we hear, you know, they're going 
going to uh, suspend it. Then we hear it's coming back. So, I mean, I, I got to figure, you know, they were already having a hard time drawing numbers, but I mean, at least the kids that come out, there's always, you know, one or two who kind of stand out and uh, really try to give that uh, Sarah wrestling program, uh, you know, a, a good standard anyway. Yeah, I mean, Sarah's got a historic program, obviously. They've had some great wrestlers in the past. It's, it's tough when I was up in Maine and hearing all about they might suspend their program or get rid of it, but I was happy to see it come back. They got some new coaches this year, Ralph Warner, Gavin McCutcheon's the assistant. He's a former Sarah wrestler. And they got some decent, I mean, it looks like they got 12 or 14 kids right now that they put on the preview. I wouldn't be surprised if Ralph and them have them. I mean, they're going to struggle in duels, obviously. They're going to, because even if you have 12, 14 kids, some of those aren't going to be eligible. Some aren't going to be make weight. Some are going to be in the same weight class as another. So you're going to struggle in duels. But I'm sure, like you said, they're going to have a few kids that are going to make some noise and try to get to districts and regionals and beyond. You know, that's definitely a program that, uh, you know, they've got uh, a lot of historical pride uh, up there in Sarah. And I know, uh, you know, Coach McCutcheon and uh, the group up there, they'll be looking forward, uh, you know, to seeing just improvement as this season goes on. But, uh, man, I can't believe that it's winter sports season and we are just a mere few days away from uh, high school basketball and wrestling getting underway. I mean, Pat, how in the world did we get to this point of the 2019-2020 season already? Yeah, I know it seems pretty crazy. It seems like we just started the uh, football practice, but I'm sure and it's going to be a uh, flash here, and we'll be in Hershey uh, watching some NCL wrestlers uh, go at it on the grandest of the Pennsylvania. You know? Oh man, Pat, don't get me excited for that already. It's only December. <laughs> I don't want to start thinking about March already. You and uh, Mitch Rupert and Williamsport, you guys are going to have me going back crazy here for the next like two months hoping and uh, waiting for sure. But, uh, Pat, uh, definitely want to take some time, and uh, thank you for jumping on here on the podcast. And, of course, as the regular season goes on, uh, we'll look forward to uh, maybe catching up with you again as we get ready to dive into this basketball and wrestling season and definitely looking forward to seeing uh, how the Wildcats wrestling squad uh, comes to life here. I think they're, uh, you know, one of those unknown teams. You know, I mean, they've got a lot of youth, a lot of depth. So, uh, yes, uh, you know, I agree with you that uh, Athens is going to have something to say about this uh, North and tier league wrestling race that's for sure but pat i know you got to get back to work and uh thanks so much for jumping on here on the podcast and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you later on this season all right man thanks you can follow the ntl now podcast on social media follow ntl now on facebook by searching ntl now podcast and on twitter by following at ntl now Welcome back here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And again, want to thank Pat McDonald from the Morning Times for sitting down here and uh, doing a little preview of some Sarah and Athens sports here coming up as the winter sports season uh, gets ready to get underway. Now, of course, uh, you know, as I said, uh, this whole podcast, this winter sports season, we're going to incorporate everything, okay? We will have uh, some basketball, some wrestling. Yes, we will be incorporating swimming as well. So have no fear. It's just the first podcast of the winter sports season. You know, it's like back in the fall. We started with football, but eventually, you know, we started rolling in more of the other sports as well. So expect the same here for winter sports season as uh, we continue on here with the Northern Tier League Now podcast. All right. Well, now that we've talked uh, some stuff with uh, the Athens and Sarah areas as far as uh, basketball and wrestling goes, what do you say we uh, head over to Tioga County and uh, get some thoughts and insight on the upcoming season for the North Penn Mansfield Tigers team? And for that, uh, it gives me great pleasure now to talk with head coach Kipper Burley from the North Penn Mansfield Tigers. 
Coach Burley, so glad to have you here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Now, I've got to tell you, it's the first time ever having a coach uh, on the podcast after completing a scrimmage. So uh, you got to give me the insight now. Uh, how, how are the Tigers looking here as we get ready to start the regular season? Uh, we look pretty good. I haven't had a scrimmage this close to a regular season game before. So that's unusual. It's kind of a dress rehearsal. But we treat it like a game. We, we treated fouls uh, and sat people down that got in foul trouble and things like that. I thought our kids played well. Countersport has uh, four starters back from the district finalists, and, and our kids did well. We, we stay exposed to things. And we struggled in some areas that we definitely need to improve on before training. Uh, now, of course, I know uh, the big thing for the uh, to the Tigers coming up here is the Loyal Sock tip-off tournament you've got coming up this weekend. I mean, I, I know no one knows uh, challenging a team more than you do. I mean, are you looking forward to this uh, challenge to get your team going here to start the season? Yeah, we're the preseason can get a grind with, you know, several weeks. Basically, any other without getting games. And I think the kids get a little fatigued with all of the conditioning and the running. But we're super excited. And uh, Loyal Sock hung 101 points on us last year and beat us by 38. And we're anxious to get back up to four and uh, see if we can't return the favor on in uh, open season with a big win. So now as you look at this team uh, going forward here, I mean, I know you're excited uh, for this tip-off tournament, but, you know, you even quoted to me, uh, you know, during football season, you know what, this is a team that's not going to be what North Penn Mansfield Tigers uh, teams have been in the past, but still a team you're really excited about. I'm definitely real excited about the team. We don't have the guys that we typically had in the past, so we're going to play the game a little bit differently. Having said that, our kids are super unselfish. Uh, they cheer for one another. They want each other to do well. They don't seem to be concerned about who scores as long as the team scores more than the opponent. And they also seem hungry. Like, they want to work hard. They want to play the game the right way. And, and, and they want to continue the tradition of Tiger basketball. So let me ask you this. You've got a team that's kind of, uh, you know, a team that you're going to have to kind of work with, mold with as the season goes on. I mean, uh, are, are you looking forward to, you know, seeing maybe some struggles early in the year just so, you know, the kids kind of stay grounded and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, stay focused as the season goes? I don't expect it to struggle. What I'll be curious to see is how we react to certain situations. Uh, how are we going to play when we maybe – playing uh, a Montoursville team or squad A defending district champion with four starters back. Are we going to go out and compete and play the game the right way or you know, might we be intimidated? How are we going to play against uh, maybe a, a team on the opposite end of the spectrum that's not as strong? Are we going to come out of the block differently because of who we're playing or, or are we going to play the game the right way? And then in game, you know, how will we respond when we have a big half and we're up 20? Will we, will we relax in the, in the third quarter? And then the other side of that is, what if we get down at twenty? How will we, uh, how will we answer that adversity? So those are things that I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, what we do, and that's how, in my opinion, how maturity and experience show up more than anything. Now, what's interesting is, you know, and I know you, you've got the Loyal Sock tip-off tournament. We've covered that. You know, as the regular season goes, though, even that's going to be kind of uh, some early season tests for you. I, I got to tell you, you know, I was looking at your schedule earlier today. Uh, you've got a, I think, a much improved Canton team, you know, right in the early blocks as well. And that right there could be another early season test for you. And that'll be a really big test. We're lucky enough to have him in their gym. But I think he has coached. Brock Kitchen, who does a great job, has most of his team back. 
he's got some outstanding uh, sophomores that are hungry and, and play the game hard and, and got a lot of valuable minutes last year. Uh, I remember how well they played Troy there at the last game of the maybe the last game of the regular season, and, and we'll definitely be tested. I haven't looked ahead at chance, so I don't know if they play games Friday and Saturday. We might get lucky in that they may not play opening weekend, and this might be our third game, and this might be their first. But like I said, I haven't looked too much past Wilson. So, Coach, talk about the league as a whole this year. I mean, you know Athens is going to be very formidable. Obviously, you're going to have some tussles with Wellsboro along the way in the regular season, too. So, I mean, what are you expecting as you head into this uh, NTL large school season? I, I think we're going to get a competitive game every night, and, and you're going to have to you know, make great throws, take care of the ball, put a good defense if you want to win. No doubt Athens could return as many as four starters, and they're always extremely tough. Uh, they got a very experienced backcourt, starting with Aaron Lane as a senior. Um, I said this in the paper, but the NTL title still goes to Wellsboro as they won the regular season title last year, and you can't count them out, even though they lost, a, I believe, four starters. And, and the team that's, that's really scary is, is, is Renzi Bunch and Troy. He has a, a, a tremendous amount of depth. He's got some super quick athletic guards that shoot the ball well and they're going to defend uh you know 94 feet or whatever the shorter gyms in the ncl are but they're going to defend you from one end to the other and i think they're really going to wear some teams down now of course uh, you know as this regular season goes i love the fact that you did bring up uh troy because you know i think something that uh, gets lost in the whole thing about troy is they might be the new development of kind of like that young up and coming team right along with canton too but you know i think the difference uh, with troy is is i think uh mason impt might be kind of one of those unsung players who got better as a freshman and i just i don't know how teams are going to handle him in the blocks when you're like 6'2", 290. He's tough. He, he, he does so much with his body. Uh, he's great on the glass. He's hard to get around. He's smart. Um, and I think he realizes that one, he makes his team better, and two, he's, you know, he's getting quicker feet for his football career. But yeah, he's definitely he did a super job last year with them. And it, from what I can tell in the paper, they might be getting Dom Ayers back. I remember watching them host Southern Columbia and I think he was a freshman starting as, a, as they held Dean Jackson out, had something with maybe a foot or a stress fracture or something. But he started and he competed and played really well. So now, you know, let's uh, talk more about uh, your Tiger team here coming up as this regular season gets ready to go. I mean, what are some guys that, you know, you are looking to uh, count on this year? Who are some of those either upperclassmen or younger classmen who you know good things are going to happen with the ball in their hands? Hey, real quick, before I answer that question, I think I got cut off earlier when I was talking about the three schools that I think are, are pretty scary in the NTL small school, and that's Liberty, Canton, and Northeast. I think that's going to be a great battle for the small school title, and I think those three are going to beat a lot of large school teams. Hey. Uh, having said that, having said that, we, we will start, it looks like we'll start one senior, our only captain, that's Logan Tokar. He can take over a game at any point. With his scoring, he's an outstanding defender, and he actually rebounds pretty well from the guard position. Joining him will be uh, Alex Stein, who started on JV and got quite a bit of minutes last year on varsity. He'll be our point guard. That, that, that kid is, uh, you know, got eyes in the back of his head. He, he makes really good passes, and he can make great decisions with the ball. Jacob Evans has, has uh, great shooting, great shooting touch, uh, has pretty quick feet, can get to the basket. He also defends well. And then inside, we'll have Dom Garvick and Curtis Craig. 
John's a guy that can play anywhere on the floor. Uh, he can score anywhere on the floor. And, and Curtis is, is, is going to play inside for us. You know, he's got great footwork, and he's developing a nice touch around the basket, which uh, extends out to the three-point line. Man, that sounds like a really good uh, lineup for you. Now, I know you said, you know, this team's going to have to play differently. So, I mean, uh, does that kind of go with you as well? I mean, do you have to coach differently uh, with a team that's, you know, got to play differently? Well, I've always been a big believer if you get the ball in the post, everything increases. The ability to score, the ability to get to the free throw line, the ability to rack up fouls on the other team. And I felt like we've done a good job creating mismatches in the post. And and now, with a different team, we're going to look at different ways to score, different inbound plays, uh, finding different spots on the floor to suit our personnel. And, and that's uh, that's my job, is, is to get the kids that I have in the best position I can for them to be successful and play to their strengths. Man, that's just awesome to hear. And, uh, you know, Kipper, uh, as I told uh, a lot of people around the league, you know, uh, when it comes to coaches, I mean, just X's and O's and the ability to just kind of stay cool under pressure. I mean, really, uh, there's just, you know, uh, a lot of them that come to mind. But, I mean, the fact that, you know, this program's been through it for so long, it's just like you just you don't seem to panic. And, you know, that's just one of the things that uh, those of us who are on the outside notice. And, I mean, it's got to be just a great reflection to have that type of attitude knowing that you know even in times of crisis uh, the guys can look at you and say you know what uh, I've been here before don't panic well I appreciate the compliment uh some of it's acting from time to time because I think players feed off of you and they react to how you react and it's important to, to, to carry the right persona and to make sure that you're constantly a source of confidence and, and, and poise throughout a ball game all right, well, Kipper, I know uh, you know it's still uh, a little bit of a ride back with the team, and uh, I know you guys have a lot of preparation yet to go before the tip-off tournament this weekend. So uh, I wanted to just, uh, take a quick moment, you know, and say, hey, thanks for stepping in here on the podcast this week, and uh, definitely uh, good luck to you, the Tigers, uh, the players as well, and uh, you know, we'll look forward to talking to you as the regular season goes, and uh, hopefully, it starts off the way you want. Hey, I appreciate it. Let me finish by thanking and commending you on putting this whole thing together, the NCL podcast, showcasing all of the athletes that we have in this area. Sometimes I feel like we get a little bit lost in the shuffle between the Elmira Corning and Wingsport markets, and uh, a lot of our athletes throughout the league don't get the exposure and the credit that they deserve, so I really enjoy following along with your fall podcast, and I listen to all of them. So uh, kudos to you and everyone who's helping you make this happen. And again, a big thank you to head coach Kipper Burley from the North Penn Mansfield Tigers for sitting down here on the NTL podcast this week. And of course, uh, you know, like I said, that's the first time I've ever talked to a head coach uh, when they were en route home uh, from a scrimmage. So big thanks to uh, Coach Burley for making some time there on the bus. Again, I want to thank Pat McDonald from the Morning Times up in the Valley area as we did a little preview with Sarah in Athens. So nice to kind of get back here into the winter sports mode. Of course, uh, you know, taking a couple of weeks off, it was nice to get away, uh, have a little break, a little family time over the holiday. But you know what? Now it's time to get back to business and 
uh, get the NTL winter sports season uh, underway. Now, of course, as I said, we've got some uh, NTL sports action kicking off this weekend, or should I say tipping off. As uh, you heard Coach Burley say, the uh, North Penn Mansfield Tigers, they're going to be at the Loyal Sock tip-off tournament this weekend. Uh, I believe the Canton Warriors basketball team is going to be uh, in Galton this weekend. And then, of course, uh, you've got the Darren Klingerman Invitational for wrestling and, of course, uh, the Gary Woodruff duels as well. Uh, going on over in Wyalusing to kick off some wrestling action too. So, yes, it's going to be a busy opening weekend, I believe, for the winter sports season. But uh, stick with us here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. We'll keep you updated and uh, going as the winter sports season goes. And, of course, uh, hopefully next week we'll have Joe Carry on back in the fold again and uh, we'll be able to really dive into some things as the winter sports season continues. But want to thank all of you for tuning in this week. And, of course, get ready for more as the season continues. This is Shane Wilbur saying have yourselves a great week. We'll talk to you next week on another edition of the Northern Tier League Now podcast. As always, another exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.